Salutations, listeners. You're listening to a brand new episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. I'm Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here, as always, at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy 2019. In this episode, we are going to give you some hip tracks that will hopefully help you swing and ring in the brand new year. It's a new year, a clean slate, a brand new start, reset, reboot, whatever you want to call it. I apologize for my hiatus for a very long time since the Halloween episode of the Dr. Jazz podcast, but a lot of life things have kind of gotten in the way. Um, Car wrecks, sick pets, home renovations, my day gig as a teacher, um, car wrecks and still waiting to, you know, get my car repaired. I believe it happened in the first week of November and we're still waiting in 2019 for the car to be fixed. I'm okay, but um, yeah, it's kind of presented a lot of hassle. So life gets in the way, but here we go. We're hopefully going to help you swing in this new year in a very hip way with a bunch of tracks that I've just been kind of collecting. Go, Ooh, that would be a good one for a podcast. Ooh, that would be a good one for a podcast. So hopefully every one of you have a fantastic new year. We do love you madly. Thank you for listening, and let's get to some music. I've been in New York all the time. And he brought Charlie Parker in this hotel room in the Book of Rocks into an hotel. There was nothing to do but play, you know, and we had a lot of fun trying to play. Right after that, man, Charlie Parker was mine. That was the first time I ever had the pleasure to meet Dizzy Gillespie. Because then remember Miles. Miles was in my original band. And Charlie Parker created the style. And the moment I heard him, I said, that's how music should sound. A tribute to the bird man, the father of bird land, a masterpiece, a release, the horns, words, and the musical great salute the late. Mentor, inventor of a sound that dates back from bebop to pop and pop to hip hop. Refuse the times of giants and rhymes and got Kumo Deegan, Big Daddy Kane to bring on the legends. Kane hit the name. I kick a rap too, but you can relax too. A jazz soloist play away with the sax to get the job done. The next one up to do his duty. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. James Moody. No one goes the mile like Miles Davis. Watch how he plays this trumpet and pump it just like a mechanic handles a tool. Here's the rebirth of the cool. What kind of noise can a string bring making you swing and sing things of a musical fling? Well, listen to this star. Next up is uh, oh, George Benson bringing a guitar. Voice of choice used just like an instrument, so magnificent. I'm proud to present Devon Sassio, aka Sarah Vaughn. Honey, you're on. I'm introducing a bop revolution in jazz that has bazaars. Here's one player using it. Ask who is he? First name Dizzy, last name Galepsy. Now watch him get busy. Allow me to tell a story about Ella Fitzgerald, whose sound can never be sterile. A woman with flexibility of range, making octaves change. Go ahead and do your thing. Beep, bop, beep, shiver, 
This is a shout out to one more man, Joe Zawano, the writer of Birdland. In the 50s, this was the place to be, from the bands down to the major D. Now, who could forget the MC on the set, the ambulant voice of Huey Marquette? Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we have something special down here at Birdland this evening. A sound so profound has come back around. 56th Street is now world renowned with horn licks to kick and swift riffs to stick. Today, Bebop makes the hip hop pip. These musical geniuses, souls are so clever, they change the face of music forever. And if you can't understand, here's a past and present birdland.
All right, Pee Wee Marquette, the great announcer there from Birdland at the end of that track. <clears throat> that was Jazz Corner of the World slash Birdland. And I, I I was not hip to this this track from this album. This was both of these tracks are from an album called Back on the Block. Uh, by Quincy Jones. And it's really cool because he didn't sample so much um, these musicians. He actually got the musicians who were living at the time. This was done in like 1989. And he actually got the real James Moody and Sarah Vaughn and Ella Fitzgerald and the real Miles Davis to come in and actually record these little snippets for this album on top of like Cool Modi and this is like Quincy trying to fuse hip hop and bebop and jazz and, and, and all this stuff. And it was really interesting, you know, and I, I found this out due to a fantastic documentary that's on Netflix called Quincy. And I already believed it, but Quincy is truly quantum man i mean quincy is responsible for the countless count basie arrangements but the count basie arrangement that had uh frank sinatra singing fly me to the moon the infamous arrangement is by quincy on top of that you've got quincy as a killer trumpet player back in the day with dizzy's group dizzy's big band um he you know some of his many, many, many other accolades include having a big band that was like a super star-studded group, you know, that had like Clark, Terry, and Phil Woods in the big band. He's also uh, the guy who found Oprah Winfrey that started, helped her start the Oprah Winfrey show. He's the guy who produced Thriller and Off the Wall and Bad for Michael Jackson. He's the guy that is responsible for countless movie themes in, in film scores. Body Heat, The Color Purple. He also co-produced The Color Purple with Steven Spielberg. He's Rashida Jones's father. He's the guy that started Vibe Magazine. And I mean, the guy's just quantum. And it goes through and it talks about all these wonderful things and uh, how he helped have quite a, a handle in opening up the the Smithsonian exhibit on African-American culture and jazz and all this and, and blues and rock. And it's, oh, man. Everybody should check out that documentary because Quincy is truly quantum, you know. So, all right. Moving on. So I wanted to, to hit hopefully some new listeners to that as well. Check out that album. It's a fantastic album. Uh, up next, we've got some Red Mitchell. Nobody ever gives Red Mitchell any love, and he's one of the greatest bass players in, in, in jazz. So here we go. We're going to start off this little set with Where or When from Red Mitchell's self-entitled Bethlehem album, Where or When.
this tune right there called Jet. Not to be confused with the Paul McCartney tune. But that is a tune called Jet from 1953, April of 1953. And it's by the Charles Mingus Trio, which includes Charles Mingus on the bass, Max Roach on the drums, and Spalding Givens at the piano. And of course, it's a, it's a composition by Mingus, and not one that many people hear. But, you know, there's been a lot of talk about Mingus here lately with the new box set from the Jazz Strata uh, concert in Detroit in the 70s that just came out. And so it is, you know, caused me to try to reflect a little bit on Mingus, you know, because, God, I love me some Mingus. So, anyway, I looked up these old debut rarities, you know, and this is from Debut Rarities Volume 2, you know, and... It's just a gorgeous tune to end the whole disc with. Before that, we heard Freedom Song, which uh, is a track from the new album, The Vampires, meet Lionel Luiki. And Lionel Luiki, Luike, uh, needs no introduction. He has played uh, with Herbie Hancock and Wayne Shorter and is a fabulous musician in his own right. But the Vampires are this group from uh, Australia, and it is they include Jeremy Rose on alto and tenor sax and bass clarinet, Nick Garbett on the trumpet, Jonathan Zwartz on the bass, Danny Fisher on drums, and Alex Masso on percussion and drums. And we heard Freedom Song, which is the third track off of The Vampires Meet Lionel Luiki. And it is a tune that is written by Jeremy Rose. So kudos. The whole album is fantastic, beautiful, melodic. <sighs> Just fantastic. I, I can't say more about it. Like, that's modern jazz at its best. It just came out. You need to listen to that album. That's Really, really good jazz is happening right now. And then we opened up that set with Red Mitchell from his self-entitled album on Bethlehem with the Rodgers and Hart standard, Where or When. And it's taken at a beautiful, nice, uh, medium swing tempo. And Red Mitchell, of course, is the bass and the leader on the session. But Hampton Hawes, my God. Pause gives you pause for sure because him and Mitchell on the piano and the bass are just really soaring throughout that version and it's just fantastic. All right, so we got another set coming up for you and it starts with a rarity, an odd, an odd, obscure, weird tune and it just made my head kind of spin when I started listening to it. I'm like, that sounds like Benny Goodman, but that's a Stevie Wonder tune. So I looked into it a little bit further, and sure enough, Benny Goodman actually did cover Stevie Wonder's The Sunshine of My Life. You Are the Sunshine of My Life. And what's weird about it is that George Benson is even on guitar. How would that sound if you put all those things together? Well, it's coming up next. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
see the horizon, the great unknown. My heart has an ache, it's as heavy as stone. Will the dawn coming on make it
That was the great living legend, Kenny Burrell himself, off of his album, Blues, The Common Ground, on Verve. That was a tune called Burning Spear. And this album is just a who's who. I mean, besides Kenny Burrell, just he could take it by himself because he's so good on the guitar. This is a full band right here. Bernie Glow, Thad Jones, Jimmy Nottingham, Jimmy Owens, Ernie Royal and Snooky Young, all on the trumpet section. Wayne Andre, Jimmy Cleveland, Paul Felice, Irby Green, Tony Studd, and the great Bill Watrous, all in the trombone section. Don Butterfield and Harvey Phillips sharing tuba responsibilities. Jerome Richardson on the woodwinds and on the reeds. Herbie Hancock on the piano. Ron Carter on the bass. Johnny Pacheco, the great salsa and master and arranger, was on percussion. And then you have Donald McDonald and Grady Tate on drums and the great arranger and conductor for the whole section, Don Sebesky. So it's, man, just a great album. And that drum beat is just killer, killer. Ah, man. Before that, we heard something that I've been revisiting, and uh, I just love Billie Holiday. Lady Day is one of my absolute favorites. And that comes from her Commodore recordings, 1939 to 1944 the Billie Holiday Commodore Records classics that was I Cover the Waterfront from March 25th, 1944. Just absolute beautiful, beautiful song. And it was one of her hits. So, ah, just man, so good, so good. And then before that, we heard the great King of Swing himself, Benny Goodman, from his album Seven Come Eleven, which you would probably just look at and toss aside and not think about twice because it's like Benny out in his garden with a garden hat on. But it's on that album, besides having some great swing classics, um, it's a later album by Benny Goodman in which he plays Stevie Wonder's You Are the Sunshine of My Life, which we started off that whole set with. George Benson's on the guitar. Ron Carter's on the bass. That's a twofer. Ron Carter's on two of those tracks, that set. And Benny's just swinging it, man. I mean, it's just, it's still Benny, even if it's through the interpretation of Stevie Wonder, who's a legend in his own right. All right, up next, we have... The great Django Reinhardt. I was fortunate enough to receive um, 
a box set that's got the very first five Jangology CDs in it together. And I'm a huge fan of Django Reinhardt. I mean, Django, man, that the rhythm in that man's hands and those lines that he can play, incredible, incredible. So one of my favorites that I found um, comes from Volume 2 of the Jangology set, and it's Georgia On My Mind, Django Reinhardt. Tenderly, still in peaceful dreams, I see the road leads back to you, baby. Georgia, Georgia, no peace I find. Just an old sweet song keeps Georgia on my mind. Peaches, 
We're locked inside the zoo Your bananas get thrown at me And mine get thrown at you Every night we fuss and fight Like Arabs and like Jews I guess love is always just Love is monkey see and monkey do That's all it is, peaches Love is monkey see and monkey do Would I lie to you? Love is monkey see and monkey do That's all it is, peaches Love is monkey see and monkey do Do, do, do Do you want my love, peaches? Or do you want my rage? Or do you merely like to see me shake my cage? Your papayas get thrown at me and mine get thrown at you I guess love is always just Love is monkey see and monkey do That's all it is, peaches Love is monkey see and monkey do Would I lie to you? Love is monkey see and monkey do That's all it is, peaches Love is monkey see and monkey do
All right. That is the great Julian Joseph, a total unsung hero in jazz. He is a British pianist, Julian Joseph, and that was a tune called Miss Simmons. And it comes from his album, The Language of Truth. It's a 1990-91 album. And um, I was looking through one of my favorite jazz books, um, simply entitled Jazz by John Fordham. It's a big white cover, and it's got a saxophone on it. And it just says jazz in purple letters. And that is like a Bible for getting anyone started in jazz. If there's someone that you, and you're listening to this, you're already, you're already hip. You're already in the know. But if there's somebody you know who might be teeter-tottering on the fence of like, well, you know, man, I, I'd like to get into jazz, but I, I just don't know even where to begin. That's the book. That's the book. That's like the jazz Bible. That's what helped get me started. So maybe you can be somebody's Dr. Jazz, too. There you go. Um, yeah, in fact, I, I gave that, that exact same book as a, as a Christmas present for the holidays to one of my, my good, uh, my buddies, Dave. So, and he has definitely shown some interest in jazz. And, you know, he's came over and listened to a couple records, you know. And so I'm like, here you go, man. You know, hopefully it gives you as much... You know, wonderful discovery it has me. So, anyway, I was going through that book and I was reminiscing some of my 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 albums that I've covered and the albums that I haven't, and that's just a great source. And anyway, I noticed Julian Joseph's "The Language Truth," and I'm like, man, I, it's been forever since I've caught that. So, that first track just hooked me right again, Miss Simmons. So, under uh, undersung hero of jazz for sure, especially for Great Britain. Julian Joseph, great pianist. Uh, before that, we heard another unsung guy. Well, not as much anymore. He was just recently featured uh, in an article in Jazz Times magazine. The great Michael Franks. We heard Monkey See, Monkey Do. Love is Monkey See, Monkey Do. That's all it is, peaches. Um, <laughs> and the great Michael Franks is a very um, tongue-in-cheek songwriter been around since the 1970s and that comes from his the art of tea album just great great stuff funky lyric oriented just melodic just i've got a soft spot for michael franks i just think he's fantastic so a lot of great songs um some of them sound a bit dated but some of them are just real groovy man so those of you who appreciate my jazz from the 1970s episode, if you dig that kind of music, you will love Michael Franks, and you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, then we open up the set with the great jazz manouche extraordinaire virtuoso himself, Django Reinhardt, with Georgia on my mind, the Hoagie Carmichael classic from Volume 2 of the Jangology series. I believe there's like 20. It's heavy. There's a lot of them in there, but I was lucky enough to receive a box set with the first five. And if you're not listening to Django Reinhardt, man, you're missing out on some serious jazz rhythms. 
I'd like to take this opportunity uh, to remind you that if you'd like to check out this music, buy this music, please support these artists and their estate and their families. Um, Michael Franks, for instance, and Julian Joseph, I believe both are still alive. So, yeah, support them. Buy their music. And if you want to know what albums they come off of and not get misled, it's easy. Just go to the website, www.com. Dr. Jazz Podcast, all one word, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast dot WordPress dot com. And you can see exactly the album covers for the songs that I'm playing on this very episode. So you make sure you're getting all the right music. We take care of you like that at the Dr. Jazz Podcast. All right. Up to the next set. We have one of the most remarkable saxophonists in contemporary jazz. I'm talking about the great Greg Osby. This comes from his album Mind Games. Here is This Is Not A Test. Thank you. 
And then, hey, Goomba, my lover, how you dance the Roomba. But take some advice, Paisano, learn how to mambo. If you're gonna be a square, you ain't gonna go nowhere. Hey, mambo, mambo Italiano, hey, hey mambo, mambo Italiano, go, go, Joe. Shake it like a Giovanna, hey, no kiss a digi, you get happy in the pizza when you mambo Italiano. To go to the school, choose to make it with a beat of bambino. It's like a bean. Kid, you good looking, but you don't know what to cook until you hey mambo, mambo italiano, hey, hey mambo, mambo italiano, ho ho ho. You mixed up a siciliano, hello kissy did you? You get happy in the pizza when you mambo italiano.
We started off that set with the great saxophonist Greg Osby from his 1988 JMT release, Mind Games, which has been picked up by Winner and Winner and republished. That featured the great Greg Osby on saxophone, Edward Simon on piano and synthesizers, Kevin McNeil on guitar, Lonnie Plaxico on the bass, and the great Paul Samuels on drums and percussion. And it was an original tune, This Is Not a Test, by Greg Osby. After that, I know you're probably going, what the hell was that? Well, there's a reason. Uh, (laughs) um, There is a pizza and pasta restaurant here where I live, and it's a place called uh, Danny Boy's. And... I don't know who the guy is that owns the place, but he is an absolute Rat Pack fanatic. Which, don't get me wrong, I like the Rat Pack too. But, I mean, we're talking posters and, you know, memorabilia and ephemera of everything Sinatra. You know, everything Rat Pack. There is Sammy Davis Jr. stuff, Dean Martin stuff, Frank stuff, everything. And that's all that's played in the restaurant as well. So pretty good food, a little saucy, but pretty good food. Um, pizza is great. And the salad is too. But anyway, so in comes Mambo Italiano. And I'm like, man, it's been forever since I've heard that. That would totally be a great tune to throw in the podcast. And after something like really kind of different, like Greg Osby. So I thought, Hey, what a great, you know, twofold for that. You got Greg Osby and Dean Martin. That's the way my mind works. Can't help it. And then we ended with the great Tom Harrell with Ambrose Akinmusery from his album Something Gold, Something Blue. We heard Delta of the Nile. And the reason I chose that tune is because... Uh, I had a milestone birthday in October, and my lovely wife decided to take me to the Jazz Mecca, New York City. And it was perfect because it wasn't too cold yet. There was no ice or snow, and we were able to go down to the Vanguard. We were there for like an extended weekend, you know, and uh, we heard a lot of great things. Um, We went to the Stone at... um, the New York University and saw Eric Freelander with Yuri Kane and you know we got to go to Rockefeller Plaza and you know go to the downtown music gallery see Bruce and Manny they're still doing great you know they're hanging in there Um, but we went to the Village Vanguard and we were lucky enough to get front row seats for the 8 o'clock show and who was the artist who was there the great Tom Harrell and Tom Harrell had his quartet with him. Danny Grissette was looking sharp and killing it on the piano. Ugana Okegwo was on the bass and totally laying it down. And then Adam Cruz 
the great young drummer himself, you know, with all those little percussion toys around his drum set was there. And this band was on fire that night. I mean, just killing it. Every song, just killing it. But they opened with Delta on the Nile. And I'm just like, man, I've heard that song tons of times before and I liked it. But once you hear it live, there's an electricity in what you remember. So this is me doing my public service announcement for Go and Listen to Live Jazz. You will have many many more memories if you do so and I'm I, I can honestly say I was close enough that I touched the Vanguard stage with my my hand it was beautiful and got to see Tom Harrell up close just killer group killer sound beautiful solos all night long mm. and that's a segue into this next tune which starts off the next set as we were waiting outside the Vanguard doors, there was this older couple there. And I kid you not, their names were Ken and Bobby. Ken and Bobby. And they were an older couple and they loved uh, jazz and talking to people. So, of course, I'm like, okay, you know. And um, I don't know if I've actually ever shared this, but my, my main instrument is the saxophone. And... Um, I'm definitely a Charlie Parker disciple. Uh, I love Yardbird. And he was, Ken and I got into a discussion about different jazz artists, you know, Phil Woods and things like that, Lee Konitz. And then we got into, I think, Paul Desmond. And we were talking about um, Charlie Parker. And he was asking me about a couple of Charlie Parker albums, and I was asking him about a couple. And then he asked me as we were seated, we wound up sitting next, right next to each other inside the Vanguard, and he asked me, well, have you ever heard the Washington concerts? And I said, the what? And he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, if you listen to those albums, you know, the, you could tell right when Parker was, like, late and he came in and, you know, and the whole band just had a zing to them, you know. And I'm like, what? So I started, you know, I, I had I had to go, as soon as I was home, I had to go and see if I had that album. I didn't. So luckily, I, I got that album for, for the holidays and everything. And, um, yeah, it's a killer, killer album. It's got some quartet stuff. It's got some some big band stuff for birds out there with a big band. It kind of reminds you of the um, Bird with the Herd album with Woody Herman's orchestra and Charlie Parker. But it's got some obscure tunes in there. It's not everything is covers. And I wanted to share one of those tracks with you because it's something that I learned from Ken of Ken and Bobby. Uh... <laughs> And from our trip to New York. So here is Charlie Parker with Willis.
Kick it.
remain hard to keep If you got soul, let it take control And jump worlds as good as gold A little rhythm, a little rhyme Will take you there each and every time What's mine is yours and what's yours is mine Cause we live in harmony and we all are family If you want to be free, you better come on and jump with me Into Jump World Jump, 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 jump world All right, that was the phenomenal songstress herself, Miss Cassandra Wilson. And that was Jump World from her album, Jump World, on JMT. That album goes, let's see here, all the way back to 1990. And... On that track, of course, Miss Cassandra Wilson on the vocals, Rod Williams on the piano and keyboards, Kevin Bruce Harris on the bass, Mark Johnson on the drums, different Mark Johnson, David Gilmore on the guitar, special guests on that track, Jump World, include James Moore, who is the rap artist and the lyricist, for all those words, by the way. Kurth Atkins was the drum programmer and arranger, and none other than the great Steve Coleman, Mr. Embase himself, on the alto saxophone on that track. Killer groove. It's part of that whole thing like what we heard with Greg Osby with This Is Not a Test from his Mind Games album. There is a definitive style to that whole M-Bass sound that Gary Thomas, Cassandra Wilson, Greg Osby, Steve Coleman, and the Five Elements, that sound, the M-Bass Collective, the, the Strata Institute, all that stuff, Marvin Smitty Smith, you know, all them things, that kind of funk that messes with the time, and yet it's still inside and outside like Freebop, that's where that's where a whole style is right there. Ah, it's just groovy. It's not for everybody, but to me it's groovy. So, and then before Miss Cassandra Wilson, we heard from a brand new artist. His name is Mark Kavuma, and that's K A V U M A, and. Mark is a great trumpet player, and he's got a new album that just came out this year called Kavuma. And what we heard was Into the Darkness, which is his opening track from his album. And, of course, Mark Kavuma is on trumpet. Uh, Musingi Brian Edwards is the saxophone player, as well as Ruben Fox. Artie Zaitz. Zaitz. I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm totally masquerading this here, is on guitar, Ruben James on piano, Connor Chaplin on the bass, and Kyle Poole on drums. So, killer, killer album here. I, I've thoroughly enjoyed listening to this album. Mark Kavuma is one of the true young stars, and it's 
it, it's a really great album, the whole album. And there's even a, a nod to King Oliver with um, Papa Joe, you know. So, um, yeah. And he even, like, takes on Carolina Moon, you know, um, which is something that I haven't heard since Thelonious Monk. So a, a young star with a true great head on his shoulders. And, uh, yeah, if you want to make sure you're checking that out, um, go to the website, www.drjazzpodcast. That's D-R-J-A-Z-Z podcast, no spaces, dot wordpress.com. And you can check out what albums I'm playing on this podcast. And then we started off the set from the recommendation from Ken, from Ken and Bobby in New York City with Charlie Parker and a big band playing Willis, which was written by Bill Potts. And I'm trying to find all of the info. Here we go. Charlie Parker on the alto saxophone. And it's with Joe Timers Orchestra. Ed Letty, Marky Markowitz, Charlie Walp, and Bob Carey on the trumpets. Earl Swope, Rob Swope, Dan Spiker on the trombones. Jim Riley on the alto saxophone. Jim Parker, no relation to Charlie, Angelo Tompros and Ben Larry are all on the tenor saxophones. Jack Nimitz on the Barry sax. Jack Holliday on the piano. Mert Oliver on the bass. And Joe Timer, whose orchestra it is, on the drums. This is recorded at the Club Cavacos, or Cavacos in Washington, D.C. February 22nd, 1953. And just, you can hear, like, the band's just clicking along, and when Bird comes in, the whole thing takes wings. So Ken was right, and I wanted to share that story and that track with you. All right, we've got one more set coming up. And since I mentioned Thelonious Monk, I thought, hey, here's a Thelonious Monk tune that I'd set aside going, man, that's a great tune for the podcast. Nobody plays this tune. Because when you hear Thelonious Monk, you always hear somebody play like Blue Monk, Epistrophe, If You're Lucky, Ruby, My Dear, Crepuscle with Nelly. Maybe Green Chimneys, now that Winton's kind of made that one a little bit more popular in, in, in recent years. But you never really hear this tune. And I don't know why, because it's a fantastic tune. And... I listened to this album probably two or three times over my winter break here for the holidays, but it's Thelonious Monk at the Black Hawk. And it's, I don't know, it's just a fantastic little song, and it's called Worry Later, which is a great mantra for the new year, right? Worry Later. It's also known as San Francisco Holiday. Here is the great Thelonious Sphere. Monk. Worry later. Worry later. 
Monologue. Monologue, ladies and gentlemen, is a tiny bit of interpretive music played by our music in the foreground trio, Jimmy Hamilton, Russell Prokop, and Harry Carney. 
They, through the medium of their clarinets, tell a very true-to-life story, one that we see reenacted every day in real life, a little thing that happens to some of our best friends. I'm sure everyone knows someone who has participated in this type of episode. It's called Pretty and the Wolf. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there came to the city a pretty little girl. A little country, but pretty. <laughs> a little ragged, but a pretty little girl. Then she met a man, a city man, smooth, handsome, successful, well-mannered type man. And since she was pretty, he saw fit to give her an audience, so he talked to her for quite a while. Naturally, she wanted to get somewhere. He was already somewhere. He was standing on the corner, twirling his diamond-studded gold chain around his finger. And as he enumerated the various conditions and ways for her to get somewhere, we could hear her saying, Yes, Daddy. Yes, Daddy. Yes, Daddy. And so agreed, they dance. They dance, they really dance. They gave it a mad world. Dramatic. Their hearts dance. They virtually spun each other around. And as they came out of their spin, or rather as she came out of her spin, because I think he got caught in his. As a matter of fact, he's still in his spin. Obviously, he likes it because there she is. Standing on the corner twirling the diamond-studded gold chain around her finger. And as she enumerates the various conditions and ways for him to get somewhere, we can hear him saying, Yes, baby. Yes, baby. Yes, baby. Russell Coco, Harry Connick. Thank you very much for our music in the foreground trio.
Thank <laughs> you. 
album Shaquille's Warrior that was the Don Pullen composition at the Cafe Central and the Shaquille's Warrior group with David Murray includes David Murray on the tenor saxophone Don Pullen himself 
on the organ, Stanley Franks on the guitar, and Andrew Surreal on the drums. It's a killer, killer album. Not enough people give enough love to David Murray. He's one of the most competent, melodic, and innovative musicians out in jazz. And, you know, people will sometimes get so wrapped up, you know, with the legends that they forget, like Train, you know, that they forget about David Murray, who's making great art right now. So, and he's still making great art. That's a fantastic album if you need a starting point, uh, a launch pad, if you will. She Kills Warrior by David Murray. And that's a killer track. And I just heard that and I said, I've got to include that on my next podcast somehow. So I hope you dug it. Um, Before that, we heard the great Duke Ellington from his album Heading for North, Heading for Newport, 1956. And to put this in context, this is before the Duke Ellington resurgence, rebirth, reboot, if you will. When Paul Gonsalves, as he would say, played his 27 chorus saxophone solo on diminuendo and crescendo in blue and put Duke Ellington and his music back on the map because they were playing for like roller rinks, you know, and and small little gatherings. So this is uh, on his way to Newport for that gig. And you heard how he still has the the elegance, suave, poise, class, grace, even when he's given his little monologue piece. And it's short, but you can still hear that Duke is, without fail, Duke Ellington. And that's why we love Duke. And then we started off that set with the great Thelonious Monk from his album Live at the Black Hawk. We heard Worry Later, which is also goes by the title, also known as San Francisco Holiday. And we heard Thelonious Monk on the piano, Joe Gordon on the trumpet, Billy Higgins on the drums, John Orr on the bass, and the great Charlie Rouse on the tenor saxophone. And throughout this whole album, you've got either Charlie Rouse or Harold Land on tenor saxophones, and it's it's a fantastic album. And you've got a bunch of the, the staples in there as well, you know, uh, Epistrophe, Round Midnight, but you've also got Let's Call This, and then you've also got Four and One, Evidence, and Worry Later. So those are some great tunes on there. Thelonious Monk at the Blackhawk. So, all right. Well, I've got one more track before I wrap this thing up, and it's because uh, during this hiatus and until this podcast. And I know it's going a little bit long, so I apologize. But great due is given and needed for Wayne Shorter. Wayne Shorter just received the Kennedy Center honor 
and he is 85 years young. He just came out with a graphic novel comic book called Eminon, and we're talking about the same man that was a jazz messenger with Art Blakey, with Freddie, Freddie Hubbard and Lee Morgan by his side. Art Blakey in his prime had him in his group. We're also talking about the man that helped change Miles Davis's direction in music with the second great quintet with Herbie Hancock, Ron Carter, and Tony Williams. We're talking about the, the man himself who wrote ESP and Pinocchio and Footprints. We're also talking about the man who was half of the brain trust of Weather Report with Joe Zavino. We're talking about the man who sat there and, and revamped himself in his latest quartet with Danilo Perez and John Patitucci and Brian Blade. This man is just constantly, constantly charging new ground. And to have played with Art Blakey, Lee Morgan, Freddie Hubbard, Miles Davis, Herbie Hancock, Ron Carter, Tony Williams, Joe Zavinul, Jaco Pastorius, all those dudes, and is still killing it. I think we need to take just a quick moment and play a track for Wayne Shorter. This is one of my all-time favorite albums by Wayne, Wayne Shorter. It's called Speak No Evil. And there is a gorgeous ballad on here that has always struck me tenderly. So take with me one quick moment to listen to Freddie Hubbard, Wayne Shorter, Herbie Hancock, Ron Carter, and Elvin Jones on Infant Eyes. This one's for Wayne. Thank you. 
Shorter's composition, Infant Eyes, from his album Speak No Evil on Blue Note, recorded Christmas Eve, 1964, December 24th, 1964, Wayne, Herbie, Ron, Elvin Jones, and Freddie Hubbard. Kudos to Wayne. Here's to 85 more, Wayne, and reaching for every star in the sky. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to me. I know it's a little long for this return to the podcast, but I've got some goodies planned. Hopefully your new year will start off to a wonderful start and continue throughout the entire year. Hopefully we'll have a lot of podcasts to share, and I'd love to hear from you. So make sure you drop a line on the website if you've got an idea for a show this year. I'd love to hear suggestions. Uh, yeah, so here's to a brand new year, a brand new start, a clean slate, and many, many happy memories, and lots of kill- killing tunes. So have a great year. Thanks for listening. And until next time, Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now. Cause in jazz, we trust.